I should probably say Krishna. What's going on? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're studying Daf Tezayin of Masech the Shabbos, Daf 16. Now, Daf Tezayin is pretty technical. It is certainly pretty technical. Um, but there are some important maskanis over here regarding walls, right? So we're really, by the end of the day, we're pretty much going to have all the different possibilities when it comes to walls and what the halacha is. So, so, so I guess that's good, but, but it's definitely going to be a technical journey. Um, now also on, um, so that, you know, in terms of like parts made and all that kind of stuff, we're going to do that basically around the context of the machlokas of Rav Papa and Rav Hunabed of Yeshua that we began with yesterday in terms of a wall that has equal parts, space, and wall. And then we get to a new Mishnah on Tezayin Amud Beis, which starts talking about when you build up a wall out of rope that is spaced less than three tfachim from each other. Kind of like you see sometimes um, on sukkahs on the bottom, you'll see like some straps kind of wrapped around. So that is from this Mishnah on Tezayin Amud Beis. That is um, what we have in store for us. Let's get started. So we're on Tezvav Amud Beis. Two lines from the Ran Toshma Shayara Shechon Sababika. A caravan that uh, made camp in an open field. Vikifua Bigmalin. And they surrounded the camp with uh, camels. Beuchfos. With um, saddles. Ba'avitin. With pillows that they put under the saddle. Beshlifin. With like boxes of sorts. Bikonim reeds, bikolchos with like stalks of vegetables. Alright, I guess they found whatever they could. I guess they wanted to make a wall. And they're just like, what the heck? Can, whatever we can, we're going to put around this area so we can create a makeshift wall so that we can carry stuff. Metatlan besocha. So, you're allowed to carry in there. As long as between each camel, you do not have a camel's worth. As long as you do not have a saddle's worth between saddles. And make sure you don't have between these pillows a pillow's worth. So it seems like a kasha on Rapape, right? Just a refresher about who says what. When it comes to equal parts, space, and wall, right? So for example, if you have like an ama of wall, an ama of gap, an ama of wall, an ama of gap, and so on and so forth in that pattern. So Rav Papa says that's acceptable. Rav Funabed of Yeshua says it's unacceptable. So what we seem to be saying over here is make sure that you do not have an equal space, let's say between each camel or between each saddle, do not have its own space, i.e. sounds like it would be a problem if you have equal space, wall, and gap. So the Gemara answer is nah, no proof. What this Brisa is saying is that if there is more gap than wall, right? Meaning, if there's enough gap so that this piece of wall, or in this case a saddle, would be able to just easily slip in and out, i.e. it's not exactly a tight fit, it's not a snug fit, rather there's enough space there for this saddle to slip in and out of that space, so then that would be a problem, i.e. if it's parts move by the omi, there's more space than wall, It's more gap than wall. Tashma. Now, this is when we start getting into the nitty-gritty about mechitzas, about walls and gaps. 
Tashmakam in here. Nimtzes ata Omer. So this is going, this is, this is a Mishnah in Kilayim, and it's in the context of Kilayim, and it says that from this we could say, Shalish Midos Bimechitza, there are three sort of, um, uh, groupings that we could say when it comes to Mechitza. Koshu Pachis Mishlosha, so if the Mechitza, if the wall is less than three Tfachim wide, Tzarech Shaloye Benzelazeshlosha, so be careful to make sure that you do not have three tfachim of space between them, right? So if each wall is, if each piece of wall is less than three tfachim, make sure that you do not have three tfachim of space between them. Now, as long as there is less than three tfachim of space between them, well then it's fine, even if there is parts muba ala omid, even if, you know, let's say you have as Rashi points out, like let's say like two finger breadths worth of wall and then two tfachim worth of space. So you have a lot more gap than you have wall, but that's fine since, you know, imagine you have like a kana, like a reed. Take like a little reed pole and you stick it up and then less than three tfachim away, you stick up another one, you build a wall like that. So here it's parts mubala omid. However, since the space is less than three tfachim, that's fine because we say lavud. And we say, Since a gidi cannot go through it, it's too small, right? Because we've seen that even in the context of Lavud, particularly, let's say, according to Rabshim Megamlil, we saw. Rabshim Megamlil says that Lavud is four tfachim. And we said that, however, if there's a wall going down, and it's, let's say, three and a half tfachim from the ground, even Rabshim Megamlil would say, even though it's Lavud, still it would be a possible wall because a gidi can fit under there. So the point is that, you know, even if we say Lavud, still, if a, if a goat can like walk through it, so then it would not be a kosher wall. But we're saying that, you know, as long as it's less than three tfachim, goats would not be able to walk in there and we can say love and that's fine, right? So as long as there's less than three tfachim of space between the pieces of wall, so then we would say love and it would be completely fine. Even if we're just talking about like little, you know, poles of reeds or whatever, and it's going to be parts mubala omid, it's fine since these gaps are each less than Three shlosha. Okay, now, what if the wall, these, you know, bits of wall are three tfachim? Until, but not including four tfachim. Make sure that you do not have equal parts, gap, and wall. Right? Because once already it's three tfachim. So then, if you have equal parts, gap, and wall, well then the gap is already three tfachim. You can't say love it anymore. So if you now, and now it's saying, So you shouldn't have equal spaces, equal parts, gap, and Wall. And if you had more space, if you had more gap than wall, then you can't even, remember this is Kilaim, so you can't even plant your grains next to the walled area. Okay? So, when it comes to this walled area that's between three and four tfachim, right, not including four tfachim, up until fourth tfachim, between three and up until fourth tfachim. So then if it's 
Paritz Murbal Omid. When it comes to Paritz Ki Omid, again, it's Machlokas between Rav Papa and Rav Funu Bede Yeshua, and this whole Bryce is really being brought in the context of that Machlokas, so let's not say what the Alacha is when it's Paritz Ki Omid. However, in terms of Paritz Murbal Omid, um, it was pretty clear here that if there is more gap than there is wall, so then that wall is possible, and you can't even plant um, your grains Right, because remember, when it comes to kilaim, the whole point of this wall is to separate the grapes from the grains, so that you'll be able to plant grains even within four amis. So we're saying that if there is more gap than there is wall, and that wall is more is three or more tfachim, but less than four tfachim, well, then the wall is going right. There's more gap than wall. The wall is going to be pasul, and you can't even plant your grains next to the walled parts. And we're going to see that there's an afkamina once you get to fourth fachim, as we're about to see right now. Now, once you have a wall that's fourth fachim, and from four tfachim of wall until ten amis of wall, just make sure that there is not equal parts wall and gap. So that parutz that the gaps are not going to be equal to the standing space, to the standing wall. And if there were equal parts, gap and wall, so then you are permitted to plant by the walled off area. But by the gap, you are not allowed to plant. And as Rashi points out, and as we're going to see at the top of Tezayin with Beis, this even applies, listen up carefully, friends, this even applies if it's parts muba ala omed, okay? So as long as the walled parts are four tfachim wide or more, so even if it is parts muba ala omed, there's more gap than there is wall. So while the wall would be puzzle, okay, you would nonetheless be able to plant opposite the walled parts since they are four tfachim. Four tfachim is considered significant and you would be allowed to plant opposite the walled parts. Okay, so the real nafkamina between something that is three tfachim until four tfachim versus once it's four tfachim until, right, up to and including ten amos, the nafkamina is, is that when it is, um, less, when it is three tfach, between three tfachim and less than four tfachim, if it's parts move ala omed, you would not be allowed to plant next to the um, walled area. But once it's ready for tfachim, if it's parts move ala omed, you would be allowed to plant opposite the walled bits. Now, for my omed move ala parts, if there was more wall than there is breach, af kineged haparuts mutter, right? Breach meaning gap. Right, so if there is more wall than there is gap, well then it's pashit a good wall, and you're even allowed to plant right opposite the gaps. Now, if the gap is larger than ten amis, oser, then you are not um, allowed to plant. Um, I guess opposite the gap. Right, becomes it becomes a bad wall. Okay. 
Kanim Hadokranim. If you had over there like reeds that were sharp at the bottom and you stick them into the ground, Vasala and Peamilamaila, and then you make a Tsuras Pesach by taking some like uh, vine and attaching it to the top. So then even if the width between the poles is more than 10 Amis, it is mutar, it is permitted, at least when it comes to Kilayim, everyone agrees that um, a Tsuras, a Pesach, would be a good wall, even if the area between, the gap between the poles are more than 10 Amis. Fine. Um, now, how does this tie in to the discussion between, or the machlokas between Rav Papa and Rav Funabredi of Yoshua about Omed Kifarutz, when you have the wall being the same width as the gaps? Katane Mias Reisha Well, we said in the Reisha, the Reisha really being the second case, right? We brought three cases. One was when um, the walls and the gaps are less than three tfachim. The other was from three until four. The other one was from four until ten amos. So the ratio referring to the middle case when it was from three tfachim until less than four tfachim. So we said that you just have to make sure that there is not equal parts wall and gap. So you have to draw Papa. Now this is a kasha on Rav Papa because Rav Papa said that parut's Keomed, when you have equal parts, gap and wall, parutz keomed is mutter. Now over here we're saying, make sure that you do not have parutz keomed, which certainly sounds like it's aser. Amalach Rav Pape, so Rav Pape will respond to you. My milo o, milo nichnas viyotse. No, what does it mean that you shouldn't have um, parutz keomed? It means that the parutz should not be enough that the omed can easily slip in and out, i.e. slightly more than the omed, which would be parutz meruba ala omed. Hachinami mistavra, the Gemara wants to argue that this actually makes sense, midiktani maya parutz meruba ala omed, from the fact that that section of the brysa immediately then moves into being parutz meruba ala omed. It starts talking about when there's more gap than there is wall. So afkinegeta omed also, we say that you can't even plant next to the wall since it's less than four tfachim. Hake omed mutter, the implication being, but if it was parutz ke omed, if it was mamish exactly the same, well then it would be a good wall and there would be no problem. Shma mina. So let's say that this is a kasher for Rafuna Bredu of Yoshua. We just explained how the Brysa is saying that parutz ke omed is actually permissible. How does that work out for Rafuna Bredu of Yoshua who says that it is not permissible? So he will respond to you with a time Seifa. Well, let me explain to you a little something about the Seifa. What does it say in the Seifa? If there was more wall than there was gap, well then you can even plant opposite the gap. also implying that, but if they were equal parts of wall and gap, it would not be allowed. So, what does the Gemara say? The Gemara says, Seifa kasha le papa. So the Seifa is a headache for a papa, where it says that when there's more wall than gap, it's permitted, implying that when it's equal parts, it's not permitted. Reisha kasha le refunabredi of Yoshua. The Reisha is a headache for refunabredi of Yoshua because it says that 
when there's more gap than wall, it's a problem, but equal parts would be permitted. Seifa le Papa lo kasha. However, Rav Papa will explain that really the Seifa, the later part of this b'risa, which says that when there's more wall than gap, it's permitted, implying that when it's equal parts, it's forbidden. Lo kasha, Rav Papa has no problem with that. I did the tani reisha parutz muvala omed. Since the reisha, right, the first part of the brisa, i.e., the part that's talking about from when the wall is from three tefachim until less than four tefachim, it says over there that it's talking about that if it's parutz muvala omed, if there's more gap than there is wall, so that's a, then that's a problem. And that one's literal, implying that when it's equal parts, then it would be permitted. Since that part was necessary, so in the Seifa we also say, Tana Seifa Omen Mubala Parutz. So it also talks about for consistency, since the Reisha talks about Parutz Mubala Omen. The Seifa talks about Omen Mubala Parutz, but that one isn't, you know, to be taken literally to say, but if it's equal parts, then it's Aser. No, the, the one to be taken literally is the Reisha. The Reisha is Parutz Mubala Omen is a problem, but if it's Parutz ke omed, equal parts, it would be mutter. Then the seifa for consistency says, look, also if it's omed ruba ala parutz, if there's more wall than there is gap, then certainly that is acceptable as well. But don't not, but do not imply from there that equal parts would be a problem. No way, no how. Rachel Rafunabed of Yeshua Lokasha and Rafunabed of Yeshua is going to make a similar ar- argument as regards the Rasha. Right again, the ratio is saying that parts mubala omed is a problem, implying that omed parts ki omed equal parts would be mutter. Rav Huna says no way. He says I did it by the misnei seifa omed mubala parts. Since really we needed the seifa, really we needed the part to say that when there's more wall than there is gap, it's permissible, implying. And that's the one we're going to make the diuk from, implying that when it's equal parts wall and gap, it's not allowed. And the ratio, which implies when it says that when there's more gap than wall, it's not allowed, implying that when there's equal parts gap and wall, it is allowed, do not make diukim from there. Tana ratio parts mubala omed. So because in the seifa, we have to say omed mubala parts, therefore in the ratio, we also talked about parts mubala omed, but really just for symmetry. Don't make diukim from Darton. Let's move on. Bishlama Rav Papa. I understand Rav Papa's view. Mishumahi lo erev lehu vitani lehu. Says the Gemara. I understand what, all right, Rav Papa's view. That is why in the groupings of this brisa, there were three groupings of the brisa. The first grouping was when the um, wall is up to three tfachim and when the space is up to three tfachim. Right in that case. It's permit, permissible, right? However, if the space would be three tfachim, so then we're saying it's a problem. Now, according to Rav Papa, if the space was three tfachim and the wall was three tfachim, there would be no problem with that because it would be parts ka'omid. Therefore, I understand why, right, this makes sense. If we hold like Rav Papa, I understand why when the wall is three tfachim, it is not included in that first grouping. And instead it's bumped to the second grouping. Because if the space was three tfachim and the wall was three tfachim, Rav Papa would say it's fine. But the first grouping is implying that it would not be okay. And therefore, it clearly according to Rav Papa, it doesn't belong in that grouping. And that's why it's bumped up to the next grouping. Gosh, I hope that that's clear. Um, maybe? Is there a clear way to do it? Yeah, there must be a clear way to explain it. Hopefully that... 
the way I explained it was the clear way. <laughs> Gosh. All right, so let's read this again. So Bishlam of the Rav Papa, I understand according to Rav Papa, who says that parutz ke'omed is acceptable. Mishumachi lo erev lu That is why the brisa does not include when a wall is exactly three tfachim in the first group, because the first group is saying that space is only allowed up to three tfachim. Once it's three tfachim, it, right, then, then you would have a puzzle wall. But according to our Papa, if the space is three tfachim and the wall is three tfachim, that would be permissible. Therefore, the exactly three tfachim wall doesn't belong in that first grouping. Therefore, it needs to get moved out to the second grouping, which is from three tfachim until less than four tfachim. We, uh, you know, basically he learns it to say as long as it is um, you know, parutz ke'omed or omen mubala parts would be acceptable, but if it was parutz mubala omed, it would not be acceptable. Fine. So, El Rav Huna, Breder of Yoshua, Le'arvinu, but according to Rav Huna, Breder of Yoshua, who says that parutz ke'omed, when you have equal parts, wall and gap, it's not acceptable, so then why don't you include, right, v'lesninu koshu pachus mishlosha vishlosha, that any wall that is less than three tfachim, or even if it's exactly three tfachim, you have to make sure that there is less than three tfachim of gap. Because once it's three tfachim, it'll be a problem, even if the wall itself is three tfachim, because then it's parts kilomet, which is a problem according to Funabrid Yoshua. But from the fact that um, three tfachim wall is not included in that first grouping, doesn't that imply that three tfachim wall and three tfachim gap would be acceptable? So Ravuna Breder of Yeshua says, no, no, it doesn't imply that. I mean, really, if you're asking me that la'alacha, kilo, at the end of the day, is parutz kaomid a problem? Yes, parutz kaomid is a problem. Theoretically, if you have three tfachim of wall and three tfachim of space, is that a problem? Certainly it's a problem. So then how come it didn't include it in the first grouping of that brisa? Because it's apples and oranges. The first grouping of the brisa is talking about lavud. The second group of the brisa is talking about parutz keomed. Now, if you would include a wall that's exactly three tfachim in the first grouping of the brisa, then you would be joining two concerns, right? In computer programming, that's like a thing that comes up. You know, you don't want to like, you know, have, have multiple concerns in one in one object in one class. You want to kind of have things nice and neat. So, so, so. Here also, Kilu, yeah, sure, you can group them all together and say, look, if you have walls that are less than three tfachim with space that's less, with gaps that are less than three tfachim, that's puzzle. And also if you have walls that are three tfachim and gaps that are exactly three tfachim, it's also puzzle. Sure, you can group them all together, but it, it, you're grouping different things in one place, right? The things that are less than three tfachim with gaps that are less, right, right, that are um, three tfachim. The issue there is lavud. When you have a, a wall that's three tfachim and the gap that's three tfachim, the issue is because of parts ka'omid. You don't want to group them together. So rather, take out the, 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 when the wall is three tfachim, move it into the next group, which is talking about parts ka'omid, and then leave the first group concerned only about, um, lavud. So, mishum de lodami. Right, psula de reisha, the psula de seifa, because the psula being talked about in the reisha is different than the psula being talked about in the seifa. Psula de reisha, kedeshle is daker agdi b'vasachas. Right, the the reisha is talking about lavud. It's talking about making sure that um, you know no goat can get in darin. Right, psula de seifa shloye parutz kaomed. Whereas the seifa we're talking about parutz kaomed, which is a different halacha. 
Nothing to do with goats. Pachus Mishlosha Mani Rabbananis. Now, I'll tell you honestly, there are parts about this next Gemara that I don't really understand. I'm not even sure that they're supposed to really make sense. I'm probably a combination of wrong about this and also a combination of like, I don't know, maybe not really caring enough. Is that the right word? I don't know. It, I don't know. If, if, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. I'm probably wrong. But the fact of the matter is, let's just assume I'm wrong. But um, still, there's parts of this I don't really get. But maybe that's okay. But there are parts of it that I do get. So the parts of it that I do get, we can do. And the parts of it I don't get, I don't get. Let's move on. The reason why I don't understand this is because we seem to be equating the size of the wall with Lovud, but like Lovud should be based on the size of the gap, not the size of the wall. Unless maybe I'm missing something or unless there's some convoluted way to say that really it, it is talking about the gaps and the, the gaps based on the walls. I don't know. I, I don't really get it. What do you want me to tell you? So when we're talking about, uh, I think we're talking about walls that are less than three, meaning the first category, the first grouping in the Brisa, which is talking about walls that's less than three Tfachim. So that is based on the Rabbanan, who talk about Lavud being um, three Tfachim. Being based on three Tfachim, right? The Amri Pachus Mishlosha Amina Lavud. Shlosha Lo Amina Lavud. But once it's three Tfachim, so then we don't say Lavud anymore. Ema Seifa. But then what about the next part of the Brisa, which says, Koshu Shlosha Mishlosha Vadarba. That when the wall is from three Tfachim until less than four Tfachim, well, once we start talking about, um, you know, three and four Tfachim, so then Asan Rabban Shimon Magamliel. Well, that must be talking about Rabban Shimon Magamliel. That he says that less than four is Lavud. Now, again, I don't understand what walls have to do with Lavud. Lavud is usually about gaps. I don't know. Because if it was the Rabbanan, who cares from three Tfachim? Until four tfachim. Once it's more than three tfachim, so we don't say love it anymore. Who cares about four tfachim? So, zel. So that's the kasha, and I don't really understand the kasha because if I I understand it as being referring to the walls, but love it has to do with gaps. Okay, I don't get it, but the answer is nonetheless equally interesting and uh, valid. So, Amr Abai says Abai, midreisha rabbanon sefanami rabbanon. So Abaye says that since the Reisha is the rabbis, because we said that it's talking about Lavud based on three Tfachim, so then we'll also say that the Seifa, which is talking about when the wall is from three Tfachim to four Tfachim, it's also the rabbis. Okay, so why do we make this distinction? Because Seifa Nami Rabbanon, okay, Umodu Rabbanon, and this is what I was saying earlier, which is very interesting, that when it comes to can you plant Kilayim, can you plant grain, on the other side of this wall. So even if it's parutz meruba ala omed, even if there's more gap than there is wall, if that wall is four tfachim or more, you can plant next to it. But if it's less than four tfachim, i.e. if it's from three until four tfachim, then if it's parutz meruba ala omed, then you would not be allowed to plant opposite the wall. And that is why we needed the separate category of from three tfachim until four tfachim. To say that there's a difference between four tfachim and up and less than, and less than four tfachim, which is, since four tfachim is considered chashiv, you can actually plant next to it, even if it's parts mubala omid, you could plant opposite the wall. 
Rava Amr the Sefer Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, Rishon Amr Rabbi Shimon Gamliel says Rava that no, actually the entire Brisa is Rabbi Shimon Gamliel. Bechi Amr Rabbi Shimon Gamliel Aminan Lavud that when Rabbi Shimon Gamliel says that we say Lavud Hanimidah Lemaila Va Lamata Hava Le Kimchitza Shagdayim Boken Ba Lo Aminan Lavud. That what Rabbi Shimon Gamliel is saying is that when we say love, love it's only above. So for example, if you have like a Korah that doesn't exactly reach the other end, so as long as it's within fourth Fachim, you could say love it. But when it comes to like lower down, and we're talking about goats being able to get through the wall, so then we won't say love it if a goat can get through. Fine. Tashma coming here. We had this Brisa the other day. If you have a wall that most of the wall is comprised of doors and windows, Mutter. Well, then it's a good wall. As long as there is more um, wall than there is gap. How could that possibly be that we're talking about the majority of the wall is um, doors and windows, and yet we could possibly say that there's more wall than there is gap? Mutter. No, rather what it means is that even if there's a lot of doorways and windows, you can, um, it's still a good Wall, as long as there's more wall than there is gap. Which certainly sounds like, well, there needs to be more wall than gap, but if it was equal parts, it would be also. Well, here we have a brisa against Rav Papa, and that's pretty clear. Nonetheless, the Allah is like Rav Papa. Huh? One second, we just disproved Rav Papa from a brisa, and yet we're saying that the Allah is like him? In, yeah, it is. Because our Mishnah, as a diuk like him, super interesting, right? The Tanan, as we learn in our Mishnah, lo yeyu pratzo pirtzos yuseros alabinyan hokavinyan muter. That we said in our Mishnah that when it comes to like the saddles and things like that, when they're making their camp, you have to make sure that there shouldn't be more gap than um, like saddles and stuff, which implies that if they were equal parts, then it would be muter. And super interesting, meaning you have a brisa that's against Rav Papa. And you have a Mishnah that there's a diok that it's like Rav Papa. So, well, I, mean, I guess it was a diok in both of them. Um, but so, so certain, so we'd prefer the diok from the Mishnah over the Brisa, which is very interesting in terms of like the relationship between the, um, sort of clout, the, the weight that we give to a Mishnah versus a Brisa, right? Mishnah is certainly the, um, higher level over here. And if we have a Mishnah supporting Rav Papa and a Brisa, um, against Rav Papa, we will prefer the Mishnah supporting him that, um, and therefore we're going to pass and like him. Says the Mishnah, So what you can do is, you know, let's say you have four, like, uh, 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 posts, right, that are, you know, one in each corner. You could take a rope and you can tie it around these posts and create kind of a makeshift wall like this. I don't know, my mind right now, I'm actually just, yeah, I'm getting like a boxing ring kind of thing in my mind. You know, there's like ropes that, so maybe the Maisa boxing ring is a Rishus Hayachid, you can carry in there on Shabbos. Good to know. So, so if you have these four posts, right? So, 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 and there's three ropes. Each rope is above the other. Vavad. As long as between each rope there is less than three tfachim, so you could say love. So you basically have a wall that consists of a few like walls, of a few like ropes or strings even, that, and with like, it's, it's clearly mostly space. It's paras mubala right? It's clearly space, but these 
um, ropes are within three tefachim of each other, so as far as we're concerned, it's a it, it's completely walled. Shir chavalim ovyan yaser al tefach. Now just make sure that the thickness of these ropes together cumulatively equal a tefach. So that this wall will be 10 Tfachim, right? Because each rope has to be slightly less than 3 Tfachim away from each other. So basically, you have slightly less than 9 Tfachim of this wall space stuff, which means that we just want to make sure that the rope cumulatively will be, uh, have enough height to be 1 and a little bit of Tfachim so that we have a, um, 10 tefach wall. Makifin bekanim, and you can similarly do the same, similarly do a sim, well, you can do a similar thing with reeds, i.e., um, so you can take these reeds and you can stick a bunch of reeds next to each other, and that makes your walls, even though it's, uh, parus muba ala omed, as long as the space between these reeds is less than three tefachim. Now, bashayara dibru divrebuda. Now, rebuda says, look, these kind of makeshift walls um, really only work for caravans. However, just for one guy who wants to do something for himself, this would not be an acceptable wall. Whereas the Chachamim say, the only reason that we mention a, a, a caravan is because that's the most common um, context in which you will need to make these makeshift walls. However, even if one little guy wants to make a makeshift wall out of reeds or out of ropes, that would be acceptable as well. Says that if you have one of these rope walls, but it's not shesiva erev, you don't have both the horizontal ropes as well as the vertical um, poles, I guess everything within three tefachim of each other, that would not be a good wall, right? You need it to be both ways. Say, look, all you need is one of these things, the Maisei. You only need either the vertical, either like the reeds or the ropes. That would be enough. So Nuna says in the name of Rav that when you have Omed Meruba Al Haparutz Bishasi, i.e., with vertical walls as opposed to air, which would be horizontal walls. So if you have Omed Meruba Al Haparutz, Kilu, Regular case, you know, you have a bunch of walls, you have a bunch of gaps. As long as there's more wall than there is gap, as we know, that is a good wall. Fine. Bayer of Amnuna Be'er of Mai. Amnuna wants to know, what about when we're talking about height? Right, meaning, if you have some wall that's at least 10 tefachim tall, and I don't know, it's uh, 5 tefachim wide, and then you have some gap that's fourth fucking wide, and then and then some more wall that's five fucking fourth fucking etc. So it's omed rubala parts. So that is um, a good wall. What Rav Nuna wants to know is what about horizontally? What if you like take some I don't know uh, wall and you lie it down on the floor, and then you have some gap, and then you lie some more wall on top of that gap magically, and it doesn't. You know, you suspend gravity for a little bit, let's say. And so you have some ga- wall line on the floor, some space, and then your gravity um, ignoring wall on top of that. So if there's, if between the gravity defying wall and the wall that's lying on the ground, in between there, there's some space, 
as, do we say that as long as it's Omed Mubala Parutz, that there's more wall than there is space, that that would be a good wall as well. That is what Rav Nuna wants to know. So Tashma. So Abaye says, well, let's take a look at our Mishnah and try to figure out from what our Mishnah does and doesn't say if there could be an implication for our gra- uh, gravity-defiant wall. Now, obviously, it doesn't have to be a gravity-defiant wall. You can build it in such a way that it isn't gravity-defying. Whatever. Tashma. More sirens. Tashma. Shir chavalim ve'ovyon yasser al-tefach shiru akol asar so Abai points out that the our Mishnah, which talks about a very interesting wall, which is that you know it's pretty much entirely space, it's almost ninety percent space, um, yet it works as a wall. But we say make sure to do it in such a way that you know all the spaces are going to be within three tefachim of each other, and make sure that the rope is tall enough so that it's ten tefachim. You know, even though there's a big chiddush here in terms of love, but it's really a pretty generic wall. Then the day you're left with a solid wall albeit a loved wall, but a solid loved wall of ten tefachim. There's no other chidushim other than the fact that we say loved, which I guess is a pretty big chidush. However, v'i'isa, if Rav Amnuna, what you are, you know, you're, you, what you're asking about, you know, was, I guess, accurate. Meaning, if, if it would be possible that when it comes to uh, um, um, the height of walls, or, you know, parts uh, muba ala omed, or uh, or really, Omid Mubala parts in the context of going up, of Erev, well then, I could give a different example, which is, Lama Li, right? So Yasser al Tefach, right? How come I, I need this setup? So Pachas Mishlo Shevichevel Mashu, rather what you should do is, you should go from the ground, less than three Tfachim, and put just like some rope, whatever the amount is. And then go another less than three tfachim and put some rope over there as well, regardless of how tall the rope is. And then you can go four tfachim and have a little bit of rope. And basically the idea being that the first less than three tfachim, so we would say lavud, and then you have another less than three tfachim, so you would say lavud again. But between sort of the first less than three tfachim plus the little bit of rope and the next less than three tfachim plus the little bit of rope, you have six tfachim. And then you go another four tfachim of space and then put a little bit more rope. So you could say, well, the first two loved parts in total are six tfachim. And then even though there's a gap of four tfachim now until the upper rope, but essentially, so what? You have a wall that is... Omed Mubala parts. Six Tvachim of wall, of loved wall, and four Tvachim of space. So, from the fact that the Mishnah doesn't say that, instead you have to make sure, instead says you have to make sure that the sections are each less than three Tvachim and that there's enough rope so that in total you'll have ten Tvachim, but you know, you can't have more, any, any gaps or anything, must mean that we are not saying Omed Mubala parts is acceptable. When it comes to height. But then the Gemara says, Vitizbra. But Abaye, your very interesting suggestion isn't practically sensible. This area that's fourth fachim, or really slightly less than fourth fachim, 
Where exactly are you going to put this area? If you're going to put it at the bottom of this interesting wall, well then, well, the goats can walk in there and that would kind of mess up your wall because we know a wall that goats can walk under is not a very effective wall. And if <clears throat> you're going to put this section of Fort Tzvachim at the top of your wall, well, well, remember that concept of the space on either side of the wall being mivatalit? Meaning, what do you have? So you have six tvachim of, of wall, of lavud wall. Now you have a little bit less than four tvachim of space and a little tiny bit of rope. And above that, until the sky, is more space. Well, guess what? The four, the little bit of less than four tvachim on one side of this rope on top and then all the space from that rope all the way up to heavens, right? There's a lot more space on both sides of this rope than there is rope. Therefore, that rope, as far as we're concerned, doesn't exist. And then you only have six tfachim of wall. So, that won't work either. And if you put this gap of less than four tfachim in the middle, well then, havli omen rubala parits, then sure, you'll have more wall than you'll have space because you have the, the three tfachim on the bottom and the three tfachim on top, which is six. But mishte ruches, they're only, um, you know, it's only omen rubala parts when you join together the sections on either side of this gap. Shmas mino omen ruba alaparts mishte ruchos havi omen. What would we infer from there that omen ruba alaparts mishte ruchos is acceptable? No, this, the assumption seems to be that it's not acceptable. So you can't say that either. So Elar of Amnuna Achi coming by. This is what Rav Amnuna is asking. He goes to Aisi Machzeles to have What if you take a mat and the mat is seven tefachim umashu and a little bit more, so basically a, little, a tiny bit more than seven tefachim, v'chakak ba gimel. And then you kind of cut out three tfachim's worth. So what are you left with? So you're left with, right, vishavak ba'arba, umashu. So what you're left with is, so from the top of the mat, you have four tfachim of mat. Now you had cut out three tfachim, but you had left a little tiny bit at the bottom. And then you dangle it, you hang it within three tfachim of the ground. So basically what you have now is you have, because it's within three tfachim of the ground, so you have lavud, so you have three tfachim of height of a wall. Now you have a gap of three tfachim that you cut out. Then you have another four tfachim of wall. So in total it's ten tfachim of wall. Three of it is gap. So you have omen rubala parts. So I think that the assumption in the Gemara is that that would actually be acceptable. Now it says Rav Ashi Rav Ashi says that actually if Amnun is talking about um, if you if you have a wall that has some gap on the bottom. Just a regular old mechitza Some wall but there's more than three tfachim of gap at the bottom. So kidabai mine rav tavla me rav like rav tavla asked rav mechitza tluya maushatate bechurva if you have like a, a, a dilapidated building and there's a wall but the wall is missing some space at the bottom can we consider it a good wall amle ein mechitza tluya materes el b'mayim rav said a mechitza tluya a a wall with some gap at the bottom only works when it comes to water kalu shekelu chacham b'mayim it's a special kula that the chacham made for water. Otherwise, you have to be concerned about the little goaties walking under the little wally. The Mishnah had said that you're allowed to, you know, surround the this, uh, you can make like a Rishus with this fancy wall with like spaces and stuff. 
using Lovud, Lovud hack. Um, now, Rabbi Yehuda said that this only works for a caravan. It doesn't work for individuals. So, in is this really true? That Rabbi Yehuda says that it works for a caravan, it doesn't work for individuals. But we learn in a brisa. Uh oh. Rabbi Yehuda Omer says Rabbi Yehuda Shabbos. When it comes to mechitzas on Shabbos, okay, i.e., like constructing Rishus Ayachid, lo li yachid So a yachid isn't allowed to use these fancy lavud hacks if he wants to build himself a Rishus Ayachid that's larger than Beis Asaim, five thousand square amos. Implying, as long as it's less than a Beis Asaim, Rabbi Yehuda would say it's fine. So on the one hand, our Mishnah seems to be saying that Rabbi Yudah says that these Lovewood hacks will not work for an individual, yet we have a Bryce that says that Rabbi Yudah has no problem with it as long as it's within Beis Sa'asayim. So, so the Gemara answers, well, it's like Rav Nachman, some says Rav Beva told said, that when the Mishnah is saying, right, so that, you know, when Rav Nachman and some say Rav Beva answered in whatever context that we're about to see in a minute, they said that it's talking about Kedelite and Lo'en Kotsarkon. So here also, by Rabbi Yehuda, it's talking about Kedelite and Lo'en Kotsarkon. What does that mean? It means that when Rabbi Yehuda in the Mishnah says that individuals would be unable to use these Lovud hacks, it means Kedelite and Lo'en Kotsarkon, to give them all of their needs. Meaning, if for whatever reason these people needed to um, construct for themselves this Rishus Ayachid larger, right? Meaning, for whatever reason, their needs required that they make a Rishus Ayachid larger than Beis Sa'asayim. Well, then Rabbi says it would not work. Um, however, as long as it's less than that, it would be acceptable. Where did Rav Nachman talk about this called Sorkan thing? That which we learned in the Mishnah. Rabbi Yosef Rebuda says that a Mishnah needs to be um, Shasi, not a Mishnah, a wall needs to be um, Shasi and Erev. It needs to have, I think it's talking about like Kilo, if you want to do these love hacks, it would have to be horizontal and vertical. Did Rabbi Yosef Rebuda really say this? That both a caravan and a individual are able to make a wall using love hacks. Just like a horizontal rope around the posts, love would hack wall. So then, what's the difference between an individual and a caravan? That both an individual and two people they can use this love would hack until two sa'asayim, a base sa'asayim. Gimel naisu shayara. Now, once you have three people, they are considered a caravan. And we can give them up to six um, sa'as of space. Whereas the Chacham say, no, whether it's an individual, whether it's a shayara, you can give them as much space as they need. As long as there's not going to be any base sa'asayim with like, that's, that, that's not being used at all. But as long as they need the space, they can build, they can use this lavud hack for as, as large as they want. No. So on the one hand, Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Yudah in our Mishnah seems to be saying that you have to have, you know, Shasi and Erev, kind of a proper wall, yet he seems to also be saying that, uh, you, you know, Yachid, one person, two people can have up to base Asaim, six people can have this love hack, I'm sorry, three or more people can have this love hack until six. Uh, 
So rather the difference is in terms about cold sorkan. If they need, you know, can you allow them if they need more space than that to, to use a love hack? So uh Rabyosi Rabuta says, no, you cannot. Rather, it goes based on the rules of, you know, one or two people have uh until base sasaim, three people have up until six base of six saws, and that's that. Khebra, that was daf. We're gonna stop here. And that was, I think, I think we have enough to think about. <laughs> um, that was Dafta Zayn of Masechta Eruvin. Let us do some review. Um, I think that really, uh, one of the great things about this Daf is that it really goes into all the nitty gritty about walls and what the halachas of walls are. So let's go into that. So when it comes to walls, so the Maisa, the Maskana, what we can say is that parts move by the Omid. When it comes to when you have more gap than wall, okay? So if the gap is less than three tfachim, i.e., you could say, lavud, well then, even if it's paris mu'bal omid, for example, if you have reeds, and you take reeds and you stick them into the ground, as long as they're within three tfachim of each other, then we could say, lavud, and it's a good wall, even though it's paris mu'bal omid. Now, if the gap is more than three, t- than, than, than three tfachim, and it's paris mu'bal omid, it's a problem. Okay? However, when it comes to kilayim, there's something interesting, which is if the size of the wall, if the width of the wall is four tfachim, well then even if it's parts mubal omed, you could still plant opposite the wall. However, if it's less than four tfachim, you cannot plant opposite the wall. Now, when parts is equal to omed, parts ki omed, so then we have the machlokas between Rav Papa and Rav Hunebredev Yoshua. Rav Papa says that it's mutter, Rav Hunebredev Yoshua says that it's asr. When you have omen muba ala parits, when you have more wall than space, well then it's a good wall. However, if the gap is more than 10 amos, well then it's a problem. And if you have a tzuras pesach, then at least when it comes to kilayim, everyone agrees that it can even be wider than 10 amos. Uh, when it comes to Shabbos, we saw the other day, it's machlokas between Rav and like, Rabbi Yochanan and Rishlakish. So that was in terms of walls and stuff. Then we moved on to the new Mishnah and we started talking about well, that was in terms of like parts, mubal, omed, and stuff. Now we talked about making, constructing an interesting wall out of rope that's within three tfachim, excuse me, of each other. And we said uh, that that would be acceptable. And then we had different opinions about Rabbi Yehuda and the Chacham, Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yehuda. Uh, Rabbi Yehuda says that you'll be allowed to do these lovewood hacks up until a base assigned for an individual. And Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yehuda says that for an ind- one or two people, you can do it up to a base assigned, but three or more people you have up until six sa'as. And, and the Chacham say, um, even, um, you know, with three people, you can even have more, you know, as much space as they need, as long as there's no two sa'a, a base sa'asayim of empty, unused space. Cheva, have a great day. Peace.